All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Crypto Sense Podcast. It's your boy Carlton Seal Two Moments. We are back. You know, every time I get on this show, I get excited because at some point in time, I get a chance to either learn about a new ICO and share it with you guys, or get current events and what's going on. But today, I got an opportunity to bring in what I think is one of the most dynamic young entrepreneurs that I've been exposed to in quite some time. So we decided to kind of meet up at the mall. That's where you hear all the background noise and all the uh, opera singing in the back. So it's a little bit busy, but we figured that it's probably the best venue to just open up and start talking about some of the things that we're doing and, um, and, and also just talk, you know, crypto. So before we dive into this, to this show today, I first want to thank CoinSeed Coinsee is the app that allows you to invest in cryptocurrency all by using your pocket change. It allows you also to get into crypto cash back. And you know, with crypto cash back, you now can be able to just shop. And when you shop, you literally earn um, cryptocurrency. And so, um, what a wonderful way to get involved in cryptocurrency investing and not even spend any money at least invested in cryptocurrency. So check out that feature. I think it's pretty cool. You can go to the show notes and grab the link. And when you do that, you'll just be able to download the app instantly. Also, if you want to stay fly, be fly, and also cryptocurrency conscious, you got to get up on Encrypted Apparel. Go to their website. That's whereencrypted.com. That's W-E-A-R encrypted.com. Put in crypto sense, all one word, and get 10% off on your next purchase. All right? So, I'm not going to hold up this thing any longer. I want to introduce to you the one and only, my boy, my man, Jay Bent, Joshua Bent. What's, What's up, man? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on the podcast. Much appreciated, Carlton. Appreciate you. Oh, man. Thank you so much just for being on the show. So, look, when we met and we started talking about cryptocurrency, you know, my eyes lit up because I was actually talking to someone that thought it was pretty cool as well in terms of what cryptocurrency is. So to just just talk to the audience a little bit about, you know, how did you get into cryptocurrency? What's been your experience? You know what I mean? So my experience with cryptocurrency, I actually, you know, one of my friends put me on uh, cryptocurrency. So um, at first I didn't know I didn't know what what it was. So I started to do research and actually I went online. I found some really in-depth articles about blockchain technology, about you know Bitcoin, what yeah. that was. It was a Bitcoin craze. So then I started to just look at you know what blockchain was, like how did that look? What are smart contracts? So it was more of an education period for myself. And then um, my partner and I we found out about Ripple. Yeah. So Ripple is XRP. They actually just got on Robinhood's platform, so you yeah, can now yeah. actually trade. Um, I saw that. That's Ripple cool. on, on, so that's what I started using. But obviously back then, um, Ripple wasn't available on that pr- platform. It was only available on I think Coinbase and like a couple other ones. Yeah, I think maybe maybe even um, Binance. Maybe? Binance. Yes, Binance. it was Binance. Binance yeah. So. When we, when we started looking at Ripple, I was like, okay, so what is Ripple? So I kind of looked at Ripple like I looked at um, my first IPO that I bought into, which was a, which was a stock. Yeah. So when I started to look at look at um, Ripple, it was, uh, okay, my first question was, does this have 
long term. Sure. Right. Is it can it would it last long a long yeah. time? Yeah. Is this gonna be here a while? And what is the effect that it's gonna have on society? And all Ripple is, if you don't know, so what Ripple is, you have like Cash App, you have like Google Wallet. So you're able to send money to each other instantly. Instantly, Well, when you send money internationally, things get tied up with funds, fees, and it takes a lot of time for people to get their money because it has to go, it has to be clear. So you think of it as like a a wall. So you got to go through, your money has to literally go through 20 different walls just to get to the end. And by the time it gets there, you've lost way more money because you got to pay those fees. And time. And time. Time is crazy. So when you're doing business deals, well, the most important thing about business deals are time. People care about time. Time is money. So what Ripple does, Ripple is actually backed by a lot of different banks. So when you have the banks backing it, now yeah. it gives it validity. Yeah, it gives it a lot of Right, when yeah. me and my partner bought into it, it was around 35 cent. Yeah. It was around 35 cent. So um, what Ripple does is it allows you to send money instantly but internationally. Yeah. And it bypasses a lot of different fees. That's why a lot of banks like it because it keeps them competitive in the market because yeah. as everybody knows, with cryptocurrency, it decentralizes everything. Yeah, you know, and, and, and I mean, it's, it's funny that you say that because I actually thought that, you know, banks would be a little bit scared of getting into or supporting, you know, cryptocurrency. But this is the one case where actually them supporting cryptocurrency actually help business for them. Right, it does. Know? It does. And that's, that's very interesting because you have these traditional funders, traditional banks where they aren't very forthcoming or progressive, and then you have, you know, crypto, it's kind of like the disruptor in the market. So the progressive banks decided to hop on early, and that's why we've seen Ripple do so well. Now with Ripple, the actual uh, coin itself, I was in it when it was at $3, and I did not sell, because I just knew, Uh, I knew it was going to go higher well you know this is this is what i you know i had a um i had an interview not too long ago and we talked about this about how it was a certain point in time in this cryptocurrency market where you just didn't know what to do right because things were going up so fast so quickly and it was like has it reached the top right all right or do we need to wait longer and so um, it was a good problem to have at the time, but now when you look back and you see that the market is kind of cooled down yep. and it's kind of reset itself, you ask yourself, was that the, you know, was that the play? To I pay, think know? just like with Bitcoin, you know, with markets, everything hits a peak and then it stabilizes. So even if it has a peak and it falls down, eventually it's going to stabilize. But when, once it finds its support, it's going to eventually break. If you look at history, if you've bought a stock or a share 10 years ago, yeah. you're more likely going to have made money. The stock itself is more likely going to have, it's going to have gone up. Yeah. And with a, a technology like Ripple, I'm pretty sure 10 years from now, even if you're still holding, you're probably going to make money. Yeah, you know, there, there's a terminology, and you probably heard about it, Jay, is, um, you know, HODL. It's basically H-O-D-L. It's this philosophy that when it comes to cryptocurrency, even with stocks, that, you know, you got to just stay long-term greedy. You do. Yep. You have to look at it as, all right, I'm making an investment, and I'm going to see how this thing plays out. Right. And when you look at cryptocurrency, it's still so fresh. It's still so new. It is new. So, 
you know, yeah, there's a lot of money potential that could be made with the volatility and with things going through the roof. But really, the wrong money is going to happen is just taking a position and holding it, you know. And just to echo what you're saying, when you look at that Bitcoin, look at that, you know, a lot of these major currencies now, and even some of the ICO and new currencies, just the overall market just got to stay long term. Right. And, and, you know, when you do investing, a lot, honestly, like when you trade on Coinbase or, you know, you trade cryptocurrency, all of the trading principles still apply. There's still yes. going to be a support. There's still going to be a resistance. There's still going to sure. be different candlesticks that you have to look at. It's still the same trading techniques. You're just sure. looking at a different currency. Different You're just currency. looking at a different yeah. place to trade your money. So when it comes to cryptocurrency, it's the same thing. So if you're going to be a, a, a short-term player, yes, the, the market is definitely volatile. But cryptocurrency is here to stay. It's not going wow. anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just a, it, it's, I guess it just more or less depends on how fast will society accept and adapt to it. Absolutely. Um, you know, so you were talking a little bit about your just how you got into it and how you started researching more. You came across Ripple. I mean, what are some of the other things that that you researched that maybe you had questions about or maybe things so, that, that kind of stick out like, man, I wish I knew more about this. Um, when I first started out, it was more or less like, okay, what trading platform? So that was my first thing. Okay, sure. I knew about Coinbase, but Coinbase didn't have everything. Yeah, sure, so when sure. a lot of ICOs are dropping, well, they yeah. weren't on Coinbase. Yeah. So that was my next thing. Okay, I, I tried out, I know I tried out Coinbase, I tried out Binance, and I think I tried out Another, another one. one. Probably thinking about um, is he the hit um, BTC or BTC hit? Or there's another one. There's a couple of different ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tried out a bunch of different ones, but I did, I try not to buy anything, everything on one platform. Yeah. So you know, Ripple actually when Ripple first started out, Ripple wasn't even on Coinbase. Uh, yes, I Ripple wasn't that. even Ripple on Coinbase. On Coinbase. Nope. Definitely think they were on. They were on Binance. They were on Binance. Because I had to create a yeah. Binance account just to get Ripple because yes. we were so excited about Ripple. Yes. So, so true. Once I started to figure out what platform to go to, then it was okay, what about the volatility of the market? Then it's like, what type of investor am I? So I had to ask myself, all right, am I in this for the long term or the short term? So that's more or less what, you know, and then honestly, like the technology itself, like yeah, yeah, what is a smart contract? Exactly. Like what, what is a smart contract? You know, you, then the Ethereum blew up. So like, what what is a smart contract? How does that help me? You know, legally, am I covered? You know, taxes, how do you pay taxes? You know, the government last year sent me something saying, hey, you gotta pay taxes on this because obviously the government's gonna try to get theirs too. Sure. So I guess that's probably what, you know, even now is, is something that is kind of confusing is, what do you do when it comes to taxes? What do you do when it comes to um, the legal part of it? Like, what can you buy? What can't you buy? What What, what do you yeah. do with that? Well, just um, I, I mean, everything you said is 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 so valid because just as I was saying earlier, with cryptocurrency being so new and, and such a a new industry, there's still so many things that are being shaped in real time when it comes to regulation. Um, when it comes to taxes, similar to what you said, you know, when you when you're looking at cryptocurrency versus stock, it's two different things, but the same principles kind of apply, right? So when you look at capital gains, when you look at um, you know losses and so forth, it basically applies the same way when it comes to taxes. But the problem is the issue that these regulations and these these different jurisdictions are having 
is that cryptocurrency is uniquely different from stock because in a lot of ways you can't trace it. Right. And you I can't and track I, it. I think in a it's very not think I, I know it, it has more of a purpose. With stocks, you're literally buying a portion of a company. Yes. With crypto, you can literally crowdfund. Yes. <laughs> you can yes. crowdfund and so then start true. your company. So, so you know, you can't do that with stocks. And I, I know the government or certain governments are scared or hesitant to back something like that because they want you to be traditionalists. They want you to continue yeah. to buy into banks. They want you yeah. to continue to buy into what we've been told. This is what you should do. This is how you have to do it. So with crypto being that disruptor, either you are a disruptor or you're just going to go with the current. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting you talked about that because... When you think about how traditional finance has happened, how, how the programming has been, you need to invest in these traditional markets, and I air quote this, and you need to you know, put your money with a mutual fund, right? Or you want to you know, invest in this stock. The reality is that with cryptocurrencies, especially when you're dealing with ICOs, that in a lot of ways, it's tapping into money that's always kind of been on the sideline. Because now, if you want to invest in an IPO with a, in a stock, or let's say a company that's trying to issue stock, you have to be a qualified investor. You have to have meet all these requirements to be able to make that investment. But could you imagine if Facebook, instead of going through the traditional IPO, created an ICO that made it possible for you to invest as little as a dollar into its company. Yep. And so what I think is going to happen and why a lot of jurisdictions are kind of becoming scared, are starting to embrace this technology is that we're going to start to see companies the size of Google, the size of Facebook, the next IBM the next uh, Airbnb, these companies, particularly the shared economies, you're gonna to start to see them get funded through these ICOs and create a whole new economy of you know uh, capital being you know injected. So that's the that's kind of like the gift and the curse when it comes to the old world and the new world. And it's always kind of been this 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 tug of war, you know, do we stay with the old way of doing things that we've always done it, or do we go with this new way, you know? So yeah, man, it's it's it's, it's really interesting stuff. Um, anyhow, man, just tell tell us a little bit, you know, about the stuff that you're working on, you know, and and, and what what's um got you excited for 2019. So guys, you know, I um just a little bit about myself again. My name is Josh. Um, you know, went to went to Morehouse College proud of that super proud of that yeah. um so big ups to my to my alma mater but this year I have a couple of goals in mind so i want to actually own three airbnb properties that's one of my goals is to own three airbnb properties i currently own one yeah. i'm in my late 20s i started i brought my first investment property when i was 26 so that was four years earlier than when i had planned on it so i bought my first one when i was 26 and um that's one of my main goals is to have three airbnb properties the next one is also to flip a house so of course i'm into real estate um also i want to invest in a company and i've already started doing that 
but I want it to be, my end goal is to become a major venture capitalist. And I've already started to invest in, you know, different small businesses. Sure. So I've already invested in a, an e-commerce startup. Sure. So that's one of the things that I'm doing. And the final thing I'm working on is um, I'm starting a podcast. It's actually, I was already started my podcast. It's called okay. Econics Talks. Wow, that's cool. Yep. So I started Econics Talks. So um, go look for that podcast, Econics. That's E-C-O-N-I-X Talks. And what we're going to be discussing pretty much, it's, it's a lifestyle brand. We focus mainly on investing but you know we talk about a lot of lifestyle topics like sure. you know procrastination um what do you want to do when you work a nine to five but you're called to be an entrepreneur you know how does it feel when you want to quit your job but you can't um we call you know 10x in your life you know setting those goals you know we focus a lot on how to accomplish things instead of just telling you you know what we've done it's more or less the how you know a lot of people they get stuck on um, telling you their, their their resume, but that's not necessarily what people need. People yeah. need the how. People want to know how you did something. So when you give them that behind the scenes look, but that's what our goal is at Econics is to really you know give you something that's that you can take with you and apply to your life. Um, and from there, man, the sky's the limit. So Econics talks wow. podcast, and that's that's pretty much what it is. Wow, that's fantastic, man. Um, how can folks get a hold of you? So if you wanna if you want to get a hold of me, follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is very simple. It's my first name and last name with an underscore at the end. So my name is Joshua Bent. That's J-O-S-H-U-A B as in boy E-N-T with an underscore at the end. So follow me on Instagram and then from there you can find my podcast, you can find my Twitter. Um, shoot me a DM if you have any questions. We cover, you know, stock markets. We cover, you know, a different different lifestyle topics. If you have any questions about those, how to better yourself as an individual, hit us up, and then we'll, you know, we'll have that dialogue and we'll we'll talk to you. Man, that's great, man. Well, look, thank you so much, man. I, I know you're so busy with all the things that you're doing. I just thankful that you took the time out to sit with me and just, you know, share more in terms of what you're doing. So thank you so much for the interview, man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Thank you. And guys, look, you know, continue to follow us. As you all know, we're on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. You can follow us, CryptoSense. If you want to be on the show or want to talk more, you know, about Crypto Talk, slide into those DMs. You also can hit me on the email, which is info at CryptoSense. Remember, that's a Z at the end, not an S. And um, until next time, holla back.